Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Off the Shelf, the Wayne Hastings Company-sponsored podcast. I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My name is Wayne Hastings, and our company's purpose is to help you develop, write, market, and sell remarkable books that inspire people and in some way change their life. Before I begin, let me remind you that you can always email your questions or topic suggestions for these podcasts to info at waynehastings.com. Today we're going to talk about branding, and I know many authors don't uh, think of themselves as a brand, but they are. Everything you do, every touch point you create with a reader uh, becomes a brand and a brand statement. So today we're going to talk about some branding issues, and I'm going to leave you with seven steps to start creating your brand. Most of what I'm going to talk about today comes from one of my favorite books on branding called The Power of Cult Branding by my friend B.J. Bueno. I love this book because, first of all, it's packed with great information about how to build a brand. But secondly, I had the opportunity to work with B.J. on a project, and he brought forward all the things in this book, and uh, it really helped us deliver something very unique and very special and uh, experience some tremendous sales growth because of his ideas and thoughts and methodology. So I bring you this book out of personal uh, recommendation, not just as a reader, but as an actual user of the services and ideas brought forward in this book. So before we begin, let's think about what a brand is. You know, a, a brand is all the emotions and ideas associated with a product or service that, that create a customer experience. Think, think about the great brands that you enjoy and the fact that they create a customer experience with you. You know, Successful brands, according to BJ, are credible, meaningful, unique, holistic, sustainable, clear, and consistent. They strive to add value to the customer experience across all touch points and develop trust by consistently delivering their promise. Now think of that as an author for a minute. As an author writing a book, you not only need to be credible and meaningful, but you need to have that spark of uniqueness, being consistent, and delivering messages, delivering written communications in the form of your books or articles or blogs in such a way that you're delivering a promise to a certain reader. And that's a brand. You're you're developing a brand as you do it. A brand is a co-authored experience, by the way. It's it's a mutual relationship that lives between the customer and the brand, or, or you. The ultimate definition of any brand is determined and owned by your customers when they evaluate their experience with you. So as, as they get a book and it doesn't look good on the inside, or they open up your book and it's not written well, it's not edited well, all those things speak into you as an author and the brand you're trying to create uh, as an author. Now, BJ takes it a step further, and he calls it cult branding, and I don't want you to think that's some sort of religious sect. It's not. Cult brands are just those sort of brands that uh, only, they listen to the customer. They, they really want to serve and listen to that customer, and they embrace their custom, customers and reach out to meet their needs. Just like when you write a book, you want to make sure that you're just not doing some sort of cathartic outpouring of, of thinking. You want to, to 
meet the needs of that reader, whether it's entertainment or teaching or, or, or just a, a good nonfiction historical read, whatever it is, you want to, to deliver and meet needs and, and begin to develop a level of customer loyalty that you then now have a group of people who are loyal to your brand and uh, will continue to buy the books that you produce and continue to speak into the books you produce. Cult brands are in a class of their own because they've, they've, they've mastered the art of building lasting and meaningful relationships with their customers. In the world of cult brands, the customer is not only king, they're really just part of the family. And that's really how you have to look at it. And if you have a Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram uh, or any of the other social media platforms, the people who are coming to you, who are listening to you, you need to think of them as part of your family. And as part of your family, you respect them and you pay attention to them and you listen to them. Uh, and that's how you build a great brand as an author. So BJ gives us seven golden rules of cult branding. And I'm going to go through these golden rules a little bit and at some point stop and just sort of throw it back to uh, what it means to, to be an author. Uh, golden rule number one is the golden rule of social groups. Consumers want to be part of a group that's different. Uh, BJ says, as human beings, we are all inherently social animals with an ongoing need to interact with others. We not only want to be part of groups made up of like-minded individuals, we enjoy being different and standing out. So for you as an author, again, let's take Facebook as an example. Those social groups, uh, they love being together, they love hanging together. So what could you do to make your Facebook group different? What could you do to make it unique? Maybe, maybe you take them on the journey of writing a book and, and you begin posting what it's like to actually write a book and, and they're part of the journey and maybe they're speaking into it. Maybe when you get, when you get the first chapter done, you, you download and make it available for free so they can read the first pet chapter and, and speak into it. I, I know a few authors that actually Skype into reading groups. They they know of reading groups who are going through their book, and they Skype themselves into that group, and they have a great time talking with readers, finding out how they feel about their book. They're making it different, and they're, they're making people feel a part of what they're doing. At the same time, they're adding value. That's rule number one, the, rule of, the golden rule of social groups. Number two is the golden rule of courage. Even in the face of doubters and critics, Brands that stand out are different and they succeed. They, they, they believe in themselves. They're, they're not quitters. Uh, they, they, keep, they keep going. And what, I'm, what I think for authors that means is that it, not only is it taking the negativity and rejection sometimes we get as authors, but it's becoming proactive and, and reaching out to groups. And uh, there's groups on Facebook. There's groups in uh, social media pl- platforms like LinkedIn that you can be a part of and be proactive. And despite the fact that there might be some negative criticism out there on something, you can hang in there and, and add value to those groups. Golden rule number three is the rule of fun. Uh, cult brands really sell lifestyles. Uh, they're not selling products. They're selling a lifestyle. And their, their products make customers smile and feel better about themselves. They, they give their customers an escape. From responsibility. They, they fulfill passions. They, they help people achieve dreams. They, they capitalize on the human need of self-actualization because they're developing products that support high-level needs. 
And for you as a writer, that's that's really core for what you're trying to do because you you want people to feel better about themselves and smile as they're reading your book. They 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 want you want them to learn. You want to give them an escape from their responsibilities or escape from the fears and tensions that you're feeling. Uh, you want to help them fulfill dreams uh, as you write your book. So this is core. This golden rule of fun and this whole lifestyle approach is core. It's not necessarily just a didactic approach. It's an approach to, to you through the eyes of your reader, helping them achieve a lifestyle that's, that's fun, but also a lifestyle that helps them change and, and have a distinct lifestyle because of what you've written. Golden rule number four is the golden rule of human needs. And that's all about listening to your, to your choir that you're building and creating evangelists. And there's, there's a couple of reasons for that. You know, the good brands focus on the wants and needs of, the, of their customers. They, they don't get sucked in the trap of building things and hypothetically trying to attract all new customers or saying their book is for everybody. Typically, a great author brand serves a congregation of customers it already has. And from that group, that group begins to talk about the book and spread the word as evangelists. So you've got the choir who you're constantly listening to, constantly talking to, constantly interacting with, and then you have those people turn into evangelists when they get out there and start talking about your book. That's free marketing for you when someone recommends your book to someone else. And word of mouth is still one of the most powerful ways for a book to be uh, found or discovered. So the golden rule of human needs is meet those needs, stay focused on your choir, and they'll become your evangelists. Golden rule number five is the golden rule of contribution. Uh, Cult brands always create customer communities. They're always giving back. They're always finding new ways to show their love and appreciation and devotion to their customers, or in your case, their readers. Um, They never take those people for granted. And it goes back to the other golden rule where you can can begin giving things to them. Uh, You can... Have some group think time and uh, let them help you sort through titles or cover images or whatever it takes to continue them uh, and create this feeling of community. Number six is the golden rule of openness. Cult brands are inclusive. You're you're not going to shut anybody out. Good brands openly embrace anyone who's interested in being part of the the brand. Uh, They have... um, become giant support groups of like-minded individuals, but they're inclusive. Everybody can join, and you're happy to have them come along. And then lastly, the golden rule of freedom. Cult brands promote personal freedom uh, tremendously in their their followers. And um, again, you cult brands promote underlying themes of freedom, nonconformity. They give great experiences. And uh, that that just shows, again, how open you can be with your writing process, uh, your titling process, even your your idea process. So think of those authors that you read regularly and how they line up, some of them, with these golden rules. Because uh, if they do line up with these golden rules, you'll see how they're attracting you to a greater level of loyalty and a greater level of appreciation for their author brand. So those are the golden rules. But now what are some steps that you can take to determine and and begin building a a great brand for yourself? 
Uh, the, first, the first step you need to take is determine where you are right now. Look out at your social media platform, look out at your sales, look out at all sorts of areas and just kind of come to a, a realistic appraisal of where you are in the brand process. And uh, if you want to move forward, uh, then you need to make a determination that, yeah, I want to move forward and here's some things that I need to do to do that, applying the golden rules back back to that. But make a, make an honest evaluation of where you are so that you get a handle on on some of the steps you might need to take. Secondly, and we've, we've talked about this in a number of blog articles and mentioned it in, as well in some podcasts, but it's discovering who your brand lover is. Who is your core reader? Uh, it, it's not a matter of selling all the time. It's a matter of serving those people. So who is your core reader? And again, it's not everyone. Your book is not for everyone. Uh, your book is for a certain reader. Who is she or who is he uh, and and take some steps to discover who they are uh, there's a number of ways that uh, we could talk about how you could do that but that's extremely important is to get get intrinsic in inside of that core reader so once you've determined who you are where you are now and you work on finding your core reader your brand lover then it's time to understand what their needs are uh, what what do you need to what are some things that they need to 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 have that lifestyle that you want to promote? What are their needs? Why why are they? What is the underlying felt need? I mean, you can write books to entertain. You can write books to inform. You can write books to teach. But what's the underlying felt need behind those three and probably more reasons for writing a book? What are people trying to discover in themselves? And through your writing and, and those needs become extremely important as you begin to build these core groups because you can start serving those, those needs through your writing. Number four, the step is address all of your touch points. You're going to say, what are touch points? Well, that's any time a customer comes in contact with anything that you do as a, as a company or a brand. So uh, your, your names, uh, your publicity, your customer relationships, uh, any partnerships you might have or alliances with organizations, um, how you serve people. If you have a website that sells things, how well you serve those people. Um, what sort of physical environment, if you have an office and people can come into your office, what's your physical environment say? What does your website look like? How, how uh, welcoming is your website to, the, to your core reader? And how do you use your website to offer things to that reader that they might be interested in. What about your email communication? Is it fast? Do you, do you try to get back to people if they email you? Or do you just sort of take your time and, and not get back to them? Your business cards, what do they look like? Do they, do they promote your brand or are they simply just a piece of paper that you hand out? Those are all touch points that you need to evaluate and make sure that those touch points are serving you and serving your reader so they know who you are and what you not only what you stand for, but the quality of the product, that, that, that the content that you're trying to do. Once you do those four, then you can translate these ideas into communication. And that communication is social media platforms, it's blogs, it's websites, it's future books. It's taking what you know about where you are, who your brand lover is, what they need, 
and then beginning to create communication that goes directly to them. It's, it's the memes you use in social media. Do they really speak to your core customer? It's the words you use in social media. It's the groups you belong to in social media and speaking into them. What do you say? Is it always uplifting? Is it always something that matches your brand? If you have a team, then your sixth point is, is getting alignment. If you have people that work for you, or even if you just have an assistant and some, some editorial people or, or whatever you're doing, getting alignment into your core principles of serving this core group is extremely important. And then lastly, number seven, is put your knowledge to work. And that's a combination of imagination and hard work. You're going to have to do some heavy lifting, and we've talked about that before, that you are your greatest marketer. Well, you're going to have to apply some imagination to how you're doing that, and then you're going to have to do the work to get it done, whether that means taking a half an hour a day and spending time in in various groups where your readers hang out, whether that means spending a little more time on your writing so it's innovative and imaginative, uh, whatever that means, put your knowledge of who you are, where you are, who your customer is, what they expect from you, put all that now to work, all that knowledge to work imaginatively, and you'll see results. You will see the fact that you are building a great brand. Thank you for listening. Uh, It's really my hope that these podcasts help you to be a successful author. Uh, And so for more information about our company and some free downloads from my website and and blog posts, please visit waynehastings.com. And you can always, as I said in the beginning, email this directly at info at waynehastings.com with your questions. I'd love to hear from you about questions. I'd love to hear your ideas for future podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.